Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm BJ. And this week we are taking a slight break ahead of Dragon Quest Die releasing next month to discuss some of the other video games we've been playing. We like to do that from time to time. And uh, this has been a really good year for video games. We're like halfway through the year it already. Has. Yeah, and so we felt like this was a good time to just have a little chill-out session with Austin and BJ. Oh, <laughs> uh, hang out. That's what we'll call it, yes. Um, and so uh, it seemed like just a good time to have like a chill little episode where we're not talking about the stuff we usually talk about, but I'm sure Dragon Quest will sneak its way in here somehow. It always seems to. What? No, that's not true with us. Yeah, I don't know if I told you that my kids have been going through and watching all of the Dragon Quest die. uh, You did, yes. Okay, I I didn't know if I had told you or not. I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. But yeah, speaking of things we've been doing, um, Naomi, the oldest, has especially been into it. And then Nora, who's one of the twins, the youngest twin, actually. Mm -hmm. So they've, they've both especially been really into it because... Um, like there's been a few times, even I've caught them like watching episodes without me. And I'm like, y'all got to film me in on what's happening because it continues. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's cool. And you know, it does kind of warm my heart whenever they're like, Hey, can we watch Dragon Quest? And I'm like, heck yeah, you can. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, They're really into it. They admittedly, they're more into it than I am because I just, Die is still kind of a hard sell for me a lot of times. Like it's hard for me to get into and the whole structure of anime just has always been hard for me to get into. And I've always, it's, it's ironic because of how much I love like JRPGs and things that I just don't like anime much, but I just can't get into it because of the, I think it's a pacing thing for me. And I think Die has a lot of that where it's just like, there's like entire episodes or like three episodes in a row. And it's basically just one long fight. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of check out with that kind of stuff. And, um, but they, they, they're loving it. They're eating it up. Um, Naomi even saw, I'm in the process of moving offices right now. And, oh, yeah. Naomi, uh, saw my Dragon Quest Die manga and was like, wait, it's a book too? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, there's like, you know, there's manga, there's books for this. And she got really excited. And, Anyway, so they've been really into it, and we're probably, it's 100 episodes. Um, All Mm -hmm. of it, the entire dub is on Hulu now, by the way. That's why we're watching it. Uh, We're probably, I would say, halfway through it, and I've heard that the Infinity Strash game goes up through like 45, so I think think we may be past where the game will end at this point, but I'm not 100% sure on that, yeah. When I went and looked and saw how far I had read through the uh, the fan translation before the mangas came out, 
I had gotten further than that too. So it's uh, it's going to be really interesting to play the game because it will be repeating stuff I've seen and know about, but it's also interesting stuff beyond that first uh, those first few chapters that have made us fall off of the initial anime. Yeah, I totally. I tried watching the sub. Um, yeah. Whenever it was new, whenever it first came out, and I think I because. Yeah, I started to say, I think it's because I don't like I watch TV with subtitles on all the time, but this is like you have to pay attention because I don't understand Japanese. So I was having to pay special attention. It Mm -hmm. wasn't just that the subtitles were on there, like in addition to like an English language. And so uh, like, I mean, we're watching the dub with the subtitles on still because we watch everything with subtitles on. But um, but yeah, I uh, I'm into it now. I was just going to say I'm into it now more than probably ever. And I think the video game honestly will get me into it even more because it looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, it does look really, really awesome. And I even like, you know, going back to that, um, to the subtitles. I like anime that I can read with just subtitles. But for some reason, the die one I was not feeling just sitting and paying attention to right then and uh, haven't uh, gone back to it, but the sub would be much easier to do without having to pay full attention to it. But uh, I really do like just subbed anime uh, when it's done really well. Before we get too far into today's episode, just one I promised another update for the Magic Mind stuff uh, from last week and can comfortably say, yes, it's made me feel very, very good. I have been telling lots of people about it. If you are listening to this episode, you should definitely check it out. Uh, you can go over to magicmind.com slash dragonquest. You can use the code dragonquest20 to get 20% off of your order. Um, and you can even save up to 50%, 56% off of <laughs> your subscription. I, I was literally telling people at work today about it because we were talking about like just drinks in general and everything. And somebody was like, oh, by the way, they call it mushroom juice because it has like mushrooms and stuff. How's the mushroom juice? I was like, oh, Magic Mind. I was like, yeah, I love it. I was like, and I was telling them all about it where I I was like, and you can use this code if you want. But I also didn't want to necessarily seem like I was trying to sell them something because I really do just honestly like it. And I was like, hey, if you want to, you know, if you want to check it out, which I think you should, you can always use our code here to get a discount. Um, just because I think it does make me speedier and I do feel like I have been more focused while I'm drinking it. And like I mentioned way back when in the first episode, I really like the taste of Magic Mind. I was kind of on the fence about it because it's all green and vegetable-y. And if you know mm-hmm. me, you know that I am not into green vegetables very much. No. Uh, but it was actually really tasty and I enjoy it. And I've got mine. Uh, mine came in yesterday, but I have not been able to drink it yet. So I don't know yet, but I'm excited to give it a shot. Ah, uh, fun. Uh, that's Yeah, but these are tasty little shots. And if you want to try them out, uh, again, super recommend it. And if you want to check it out, uh, you can go over to magicmind.com slash dragonquest, which is super easy to remember. And you can use the code DragonQuest20 to get 20% off. Um, so what games have you been playing other than FF16? Final Fantasy 16, yeah. I haven't gone back and beat it yet, uh, primarily because our TV is gone. Uh, our TV died, and I'm still waiting on the replacement. It may be in today, 
uh, but I haven't gotten any updates uh, from Amazon. It's between uh, today and next Wednesday, so sometime. Uh, but uh, we ordered that one after looking at one of the local stores and finding it cheaper, much cheaper online, because uh, we were going to go get it in the store. But uh, haven't been playing anything on console uh, because of that. But uh, Jennifer bought the Disney Illusion Island uh, for yes. Switch. Uh, the other day and she loves it uh i haven't played it yet but it's really really pretty and what she thinks is uh super interesting about it is that the game itself doesn't have any combat in it it's a metroidvania where you don't actually kill any of the enemies you avoid all the stuff and uh, do it through platforming and so she really really enjoys that uh it's two player as well so whenever we get the tv i'll be able to to play with her uh, and she said they do a really good job of making all the different characters feel unique so that Goofy feels way goofier uh, than Mickey and Minnie uh, do. So so I'm I'm looking forward to playing it with her whenever uh, we get a TV again. Yeah. And for me, I've basically been playing mostly Marvel Snap. I've been really enjoying Marvel Snap lately on my phone. And uh, so I have not been doing like any actual uh, like console or PC gaming. I've just been sitting playing cards whenever I have a, a spare time. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Um, I, that's good to know about Illusion Island. I almost bought it for the girls and I to play. Um, yeah. Because you can go up to four player co-op. And so it's like me plus the three girls. That's perfect yeah. for four of us. Um, and I'd heard um, from multiple people that it was good, but that it kind of felt more like a kid game than like Castle of, Castle mm. of Illusion. Like, I mean, that's a kid game, but like I love Castle of Illusion, like DuckTales, you know, like I loved a lot of those older yeah. Disney games. And so I was kind of waiting about it because um, like some of the people I talked to who played it were like, it's really good. Your kids will have fun with it, um, but maybe catch it on sale. And so I had uh. been waiting, but, um, but that's good to know because I've been like, wanting to check it out and i've heard i've heard good (laughs) things about it and i mean i'm gonna be playing it with kids so i don't mind if it feels too kitty um at times but we've been actually playing uh ratchet and clank rift apart a lot yeah it's really good right you recommended it to me i think i don't think on the podcast i think just like through text you had been talking a lot about it and talking about how good it was and so there was like a sale a while back that was like buy two games, get one free or whatever on like Amazon or Best Buy yeah. or somewhere. I think it was like Amazon Prime, uh, Prime Day or something like that. Maybe. Some time. Yeah, maybe. But it, anyway, at some point I I bought that along with some others and uh, I got it because you had been recommending it so much and it was only like 30 bucks and it was also part of that buy two, get one free type deal. Yep. Um, went ahead and got the physical of Dragon Quest Treasures because I didn't own the physical version of it yet. I've just been playing. I played the digital version when I reviewed it, but needed to get the physical copy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so did the same thing with uh, Star Ocean, the Divine Force, which is also a great game. And so I just went ahead and used yep. that sale to kind of go ahead and get a couple of games that I wanted physical copies of. But because of reviewing them, I only had digital copies. And uh, anyway, but I didn't have Ratchet and Clank. And so I went ahead and bought it. And I've been waiting to play it until after I beat Final Fantasy 16. By the way, I platinum Final Fantasy 16 over the weekend. Um, Crazy man. So it actually wasn't too tough of a platinum. Like I got everything naturally 
um, except for you have to replay it in Final Fantasy mode. And for me, right. it was like I, by the time I reached the credits, it was such a great game. No spoilers, but it was such a great game. By the time it was over, I really wasn't done playing it. Like I was having, still having fun with the combat and that world that I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah. I could probably play through the story again. I'll at least try it out. And then when I, I booted up Final Fantasy mode like a couple of days later, I realized that there's like new enemies, different type of enemies spawn in different locations um, to make it a little bit harder. Okay. So it's not necessarily just a complete retread of the same content. Um, you can also, there's a new weapon, Ultima weapon that you can get. And it's like the best of the best you know weapon you can ever get. And so I was like, okay, cool. This is like something new to aspire to as well because of the way item drops and things work. You can like improve your weapons and get new things uh, through this new mode again. So it didn't just feel like I was stuck with the best sword from normal mode or anything like that. It felt like there were yeah. different things to aspire to. And so I played through it. Uh, it gave you the option to skip through the first part again. That was part of the demo which I didn't realize it would do. And I accidentally did that. I actually wanted to go back and see what that was like because it had been so long. Um, and mm. I accidentally skipped that, but then you can skip cut scenes. And so I ended up rewatching some of yeah. the really cool ones, but skipping a lot of just the really talky um, like cut scenes that they have, but still rewatching a lot of the cinematics. And yeah, I mean, had had enough fun that I still did quite a few side quests and like all the hunts and stuff to be able to forge Ultima Weapon before playing before taking on the final boss again. Yeah. Like it wasn't just a pure, like I'm rushing through this to get the trophy thing. It was like, I'm still having fun with this game. So I'm still going to do this. And, and I still went ahead and did things like, I mean, Ultima weapon took a lot of time and it wasn't necessary for a trophy or anything. It's just that I wanted to do it and I was having fun still. Oh, I thought it was part of a trophy. No. And so I uh, just, I did all that stuff. Very similar to kind of what I did with, Dragon Quest Eleven, where it was like I was having a lot of fun with it, and even though I platinumed it, there was still a lot of other things I felt like I could do with the game, and so I, I toyed around in it a lot yep. longer. Um, so yeah, it really wasn't bad at all. Um, by the time I did get to the end, though, like I, I was, I was done with it by that point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably what 150 hours or something. No, 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 or no, more. like 70. For both of them 70 for both of them yeah i mean i skipped a lot of the cut scenes and whenever you're not like in the second playthrough whenever you're not doing all the side quests and things like the story yeah. is very brief like and and the cut the cut <laughs> scenes are really long and so if you're skipping a lot of those super talky cut scenes and you're not worrying about all the side quests anymore like it's a very trim game i mean i think i mm. think from starting it up and getting to the end of it, uh, maybe 20 hours. And that was still with doing like the S rank hunts and stuff like that to get uh, the materials to make Ultima weapon. Gotcha. So you platinumed it and then started rift apart. What do you think about it? I, I love it a lot. It's a very short game, um, which yes, I, I don't, I don't know that I would want it to necessarily be longer, but I was surprised by just how short it was. Like I, I just started playing it on Sunday um, this is Wednesday and is it Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> that was a question. I think it's Wednesday. I think so. Um, I think it's Wednesday. Lemon, yeah. It's Wednesday. Um, yeah. And so, uh, I'm already like, according to the thing, I'm already 70% through the story. 
Yeah. I hate that, though. I hate the PS5 does that. I don't want to know. This isn't uh, on PS5. Like, this is just the save file, because we actually have we have two save files, because Naomi's been uh, loving it, too. So she's got her own. She's oh, got yeah. her own save. Yeah, we, we've been taking turns with the PS5 and playing Rift Apart. I think it says her save file is about 20%, because she's been playing it less, because she yeah. still prefers like Minecraft and other things, too. But I've solely been playing Rift Apart this week. And according to the safe slot, like within the game itself, I'm at 60%. I have no clue about the PS5 thing, how far I am. Yeah, I mean, I I loved this game. It was the only the second platinum on PS PlayStation Network on PSN that I've ever gotten. Like I really loved it. So I'm glad that uh, that you're enjoying it too. The platinum on this one's actually pretty easy. Uh, once you beat it, like you only have to go through the challenge mode just a little bit to get all the weapons and stuff. Uh, you don't even have to beat it in the new game plus challenge mode thing. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, that one. And I, then after I played this one, I went back and played the ratchet and clank uh, PS4 version, the remake of the first one and uh, really enjoyed. I was looking uh, up copies of that game this morning, actually. It's good. It's not as good as Rift Apart. Uh, They basically improved everything from that game into Rift Apart. Uh, so I'm, I'm really, uh, I went back and played some of the old ones too, uh, that they had on there. They have PS3 Ratchet and Clank games on uh, PlayStation yeah. plus. And so they're much harder to get into for me. Uh, they, uh, definitely are of the PS3 era that the camera feels a little sluggish and, uh, just the way that the, the controls are a little looser. Uh, but the PS4 and PS5 ones are truly wonderful yeah i played part of the ps4 one way back when it was like free with ps plus sometime um and i downloaded it and tried it and couldn't get into it and i think part of it was because the only other ratchet and clank game i think i'd played was the very first one and so this one is Mm -hmm. just uh reboot reimagining i don't know what you want to call it but it's very similar to the first game and also the movie which um, they they remade it to match the movie more. Yeah, is uh, for the PS4 game, so it's different than the PS1 version, but it's also the same. And so I don't know, uh, I don't know if that's why I couldn't get into it or what, but I just couldn't get into it back then. And now I've been loving Rift Apart so much that I was like, maybe I'll go back to it. And yep. I don't have a current PS Plus sub, so I was like, maybe I'll just get a physical copy of it because the way digital media is going, I just feel way more comfortable buying physical copies of things now. Yeah, um, and so. I was looking at prices this morning, but yeah, Rift Apart, we've had a really good time with. Um, I am a little bit sad because I think I'll probably be uh, beating it soon, but um, I also, I have like Trails into Reverie on the Switch Mm -hmm. that I've started and playing FF16 for whatever reason uh, made me want to try to replay FF13. And so um, I might might be... I did the same thing. Yeah, so I think I'm probably going to be... Once I beat Rift Apart, I think I'll probably chip away at FF13 on the PS3 and then uh, play Trails into Reverie on the Switch. Um, I I started up Trails into Reverie because I was so excited about it. Like Trails into Reverie was probably my most anticipated game of 2023 if you had asked me in like January of this year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then... I ended up loving FF16 way more than I ever thought I would. Yes, and me so, too. So when this came out, I went ahead and booted it up and started playing it. 
And I was just like, I got about an hour into it. And I was like, you know what? I just, I can't do it. Like I'm so involved in the FF 16 right now. And trails into reverie is a story with characters that I really care about. And I was just like, I'm going to make myself come back to this in like a month instead of trying to play these games simultaneously. And um, so anyway, so I ended up putting that one on hold, but, um, but yeah, I mean, lots of good games. You had mentioned the uh, PS5 tracker. You're not liking that. No, I don't like it at all. So I wanted to share with you that despite having platinum the game and beaten it twice now, my tracker still says I'm only 90% through the story of, of the game. Wow. Yeah, on PS5, it says I'm 90% through the story. Um, so yeah. I, so you or anybody listening, I would not hold a lot of truth to whatever your PS5 is telling you because my can confirm that mine is not accurate at all. I hate it. Like, I don't even want to know a little bit. Like, it's one of those things. Like, I like... I don't even always look to see how long a game is uh, before getting it. Like I want to not know like, Oh, I've been playing this for a while. It has to be coming up on the end because it's a six hour game for most people, that kind of thing. Like, I don't like, like knowing that it uh, makes me feel like uh, uh, that's one of the things that makes me feel claustrophobic. Does that make sense? Like where I know the end is like closing in and I'm having a good time. So I'm like, oh, the good time's going to end. And then I feel sad while I'm playing it and having a good time. That's what happened with Ratchet and Clank to me. I get it. Like, I guess to me, it doesn't bother me too bad because I'm used to a lot of games like Rift Apart, where it's like your save file tells you what percentage you're through it. Right. Um, so, So I'm pretty used to that thing by now. It does affect me sometimes, like going all the way back to... Final Fantasy X Part 2 on the PS2. Um, you mm-hmm. know, it was like, it's really hard to 100% that game. There's like, you have to go to specific areas at specific parts in the story to watch a 30-second cut scene to get like a tenth yeah. of a percent or whatever. And so I I tend to always get the new newest Final Fantasy with the strategy guide. And this is one of the uh-huh. rare instances where I actually like used that guide like a Bible because I like wanted to wanted to 100 oh, yeah. so bad back when it first came out and didn't just love the game and i have i still need to go back and replay it because i remember thinking the combat and like dress sphere system was fun because i like job systems but i was really disappointed because the first time i played through it i was trying to 100 percent it and the file is something like 99.9 percent or something like that because i somehow overlooked one tiny talking to like one tiny little NPC. Um, uh, it's uh, it's Shinra, the little Al bad guy. Yep. Shinra. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can still remember it had something to do with Shinra and like the card game, whatever the mini game was Oh yeah. um, that they play. They were playing, you played in Luca and I missed one moment with talking to Shinra um, in that and didn't hundred percent it. And uh, anyway, I've, been so devastated that I've never gone back and replayed that game, I think. Um, so maybe I have and just don't remember it. But yeah, I've got the I've got the remaster for it and just have never given it a try. Um, but one day, I guess I will. But yeah. So percentages don't necessarily uh, bother yeah. me, but they can if it's something like that, for sure. Because it makes me feel like I'm missing out on something. Because I'm very much yeah, a, I get that. I'm very much a, I want to see all the content kind of person. And, you really are. And so 
And so that is just one of those things that when it's stuck at like 99.9%, it just, it eats away at me. <laughs> yeah. That's, it would, it would just eat away at you. Yeah. You're not kidding. So anyway, between, you know, I've got Rift Apart, I've got all these other good games to play. Um, I expect, I mean, Die comes out at the end of September, so that should be plenty of time mm-hmm. to play this stuff. Oh, yeah. But I, I am excited for Die just because of how much I love the Dragon Quest Heroes games. And the combat and everything feels very much like the like Dragon Quest Heroes and the way that vocations are used and stuff. I mean, it's a job system, so I, I don't know. I, right. I'm excited for it, and um, I think I'll like it. And I think by that point, I'll really be in the mood for it because right now... I always kind of, I don't know, I have a pattern of where I usually spend a long, long time in like some JRPG and then I play a platformer. Like I played Dragon Quest Eleven, I platinum Dragon Quest Eleven, and then I went and played the remake of the first Spyro game, right? Like oh, instantly yeah. went and played that. I platinum Tales of Arise and then instantly went and played through all of uh, Jack and Daxter, the first one. And, uh, gotcha. and then now I sunk all this time into FF 16 and I'm playing Ratchet and Clank. I don't know what it is, but like I've, I realized this time actually when I was playing Ratchet and Clank that for whatever reason, that's just the way I play games. Like once I have spent a long time with a game like this, it's like I, I instantly need a nice, fun platformer to keep me busy. And then you'll play through Die and then you'll play through Illusion Island. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Or actually, by that time, Super Mario Brothers Wonder is out in October. So I may just. Oh, is it October? It. Yeah, October twentieth. Oh dang! I was thinking that was December this year. I thought it was like right at Christmas. No, there's actually a big, like, I mean, it's going to be a pretty busy. Like Baldur's Gate three comes out on PS five in on September sixth, and, and Starfield, yeah. um, and then you have Die coming out at the end of the month. And then just in terms of games that interest you and I, uh, I mean, Detective Pikachu is October 6th. Mario Wonder is October 20th. I mean, there's just, there's a lot. Dang. The Pokemon DLC yeah. is like September 13th. Um, there's a, the first. Oh, is it September? The, first, the again, first wave, think, yeah. I, think that's, I always think that's November. Teal, Teal Mask. Uh, well, it just got yeah. revealed yesterday that it's September 13th for the first wave. I kind of expect. That. Okay, okay. I kind of expect Indigo Disc to be November, December. It's teased as winter 2023 right now. Yeah. So, so yeah, anyway. That... And then DQ, but then Dragon Quest Monsters, which I'm like. Yeah. Like, honestly, just because of how much, uh, like, Dragon Quest Monsters, I think, is still the big one for me. Like, I'm excited for Die. Mm-hmm. and think I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. But Dragon Quest Monsters. I keep trying to call it Dragon Quest Monsters 3 because that's what they call it in Japan. But over here, it's got like a long subtitle. What's it called? The Dark Prince and the, the something? Uh, yes. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't remember. I know. Dude who has Dragon Quest podcast can't remember the name of this Dragon Quest game. Yeah, but it's because three, I've been calling uh, it Dragon Quest Monsters 3 like shorthand for the last like yeah, two, three months. I just, I've, just the Dark Prince. The Dark Prince? Oh, okay. That's why I, yeah, just the Dark Prince. It's uh, I was thinking it was the Dark Prince and the blah 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 blah. Yeah. But uh, 
I was thinking just the Dark Prince. That's why we couldn't yeah. think of it. Once you have a subtitle that is "The World Trees Woe and the Blight Below," it's like anything is yeah. possible. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one is something else. And Such a good I game, actually though. had forgotten. I'd forgotten that they didn't uh, put the three on the North American version. That uh, the logo and everything for three was in the Japanese one. Yeah, which uh, is weird because we got the first two. We got Dragon Warrior Monsters uh, and Dragon Warrior Monsters 2 uh, on the Game Boy Color like they were released here. I think we talked about this on the podcast already, but I still think it's just they removed the three to try to make it appeal to a wider audience over here in the West. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Just yeah, like they yeah. did with DQA in the UK, where it's like you, you remove it because you have a ca- very casual audience who will see the three and think, oh, I didn't play the first two. I can't buy this. Yep. But if there's no three there, then they're just like, oh, this looks fine. I'll try it. And then you have weird games like Tales of Cold Steel, who when they started Tra- on Trails, Switch, Trails uh, of Cold Steel. What did I say? You what said, did I say? You said Tales of Cold Steel. You're, Tales of you're Cold Steel. Yes, Trails of Cold Steel. Yeah. Yet that uh, that they started with three and had no intention of going back for one and two because they're like, eh, people will play it. On Switch, when they did three on Switch? Yeah, on Switch, when they did three on Switch, they didn't do anything for uh, for one and two to catch up or, or anything like that or do remasters or ports. They were just like, eh, if people want it, they'll get it on Switch. Yeah, well, I think it's I think it's an audience thing, too. I think, I think Square Enix and Dragon Quest is trying to appeal to a wider American and Western audience. Yeah. And Trails of Cold Steel is just like, we know people who are going to play this game are already going to play it. So, and, yeah. and you know, if they don't care about the lady who's looking at target and is like, I'm going to buy this for my grandson who might, who might not buy it. The dragon quest game, because it has a three on right. it. Cause she's like, I don't know if little Toby's played the first two, but she might buy it if there's no three there. So, so here's a question <laughs> for me, <clears throat> excuse me. Here's a question for you that I've been thinking about uh, since I saw the tweet, like, and what you just said actually reminded me of it with Square Enix's focus. Yes. So I saw some news from different places and headlines saying that Square Enix isn't going to be focusing on mid range uh, games anymore, but focusing, trying to double down on AAA games. Yeah. And so with that, like AAA game focus I'm assuming that that means things like Final Fantasy 16 uh, for their their big flagship uh, pillar titles. Where does that leave Dragon Quest? Oh, is that going to be considered one of their big AAA titles uh, because of how it did in the West, uh, or is it still because you know it's Dragon Quest in Japan that it's always going to be something they focus on? No, no, no. I think the big ones are like Final Fantasy 16, Dragon Quest 12, Kingdom Hearts 4. Um, probably the near series at this point. Yeah, I think near is uh, was I saw something mentioned about near. I think for mid, they're probably talking about games like Harvestella and what's that? Yeah. There's like a card game right now, and just like some of those. I think Team Asano games are probably also going to be fine, like Octopath Traveler, Octopath um, Traveler, Bravely Default, right. like those kind of games. I think are probably safe. I think it's just for the like all of the other stuff. I mean, you have to think Square Enix also makes games that aren't uh, purely RPGs, but that's what works for them. And part of me is like, yeah, okay, I I agree with this decision, but also um, like they have, I think that they're overlooking the fact that they've spent so many resources and 
so much money into like the mobile market and NFTs and, and you know, all, like honestly, you I know, forgot. They have. They, I one hundred percent forgot that they had said they were going to get into NFT. If they announce that they have canceled the NFT game, I will not be surprised. But it just it feels like they feels like they've kind of like just kept quiet on that recently. But anyway, between like the blockchain stuff and the mobile games being failures, um, I think it is probably a right call to move away from a lot of that stuff. And it's like. Yeah, why not? Why why waste money on all these smaller projects when stuff that's making you money are like the uh, the the people who want Dragon Quest games, the people who want Final Fantasy games, the people who want Kingdom yep. Hearts games? Like, why not give them that? But give them that in like a real AAA fashion rather than just like, hey, here's a Final Fantasy game that's going to be canceled in six months. Here's a Dragon Quest game that isn't going to make it to next year. And stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I got gotcha. you. Because when I saw that, I'm like, I, I know what they're going for, but I also wasn't sure like where they were going to focus in on it. Yeah. Uh, since I hadn't seen anything from them. And, and this is, I mean, this is just purely speculation on my part. But I'm yeah. just like, um, but you do work in the industry at least, so I was curious if uh, you know there was anything that that given what you see and deal with all the time that, that you have a ed- more educated guess than I do. Yeah. I think, I think if I were a big fan of like Harvestella or like that paranormal game that's out right now um, from Square Enix, I can't even remember the full name of it, but if they're like, if I was a big fan of those games, like I think I would be pretty nervous right now, if not just sad, but um, yeah, but I think anybody that is a fan of these bigger franchises uh, are pretty safe. Fair. excluding like mobile releases i yeah i, I think it'd be stupid at this point to keep like investing into these mobile titles and like blockchain things yeah i mean their mobile titles just don't succeed very well like i've never like paid attention to the like kind of money that they bring in from microtransactions but i never hear about them being like major earners yeah Anyway, so any other things you're playing before we wrap up today? No, not really, no. Like, Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap's got me right now. Speaking of mobile Just games. Just because it's quick. Yep, speaking of mobile games, I uh, I pay for the uh, season pass every six weeks or whatever it is on there and play through uh, that because I like uh, card games. Well, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to let us know what you're playing. Uh, we'd always like to hear from you. And if you want to talk to us directly, remember we're on Twitter at Dragon Quest FM. Uh, I'm over on Twitter at Dragon Quaston. I'm also over on Blue Sky now. At, at, also uh-huh. at Dragon Quaston. If you want to talk to me? I'm available at places. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm on Twitter at Professor Beach sometimes. Uh, Discord at discord.geekthegeekmedia.com. Uh, remember, we do have a Patreon if you'd like to support the podcast uh, at patreon.com slash dragonquestfm. And I'm on Mastodon some at beige at dice.camp. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all.